0: Welcome to another podcast from Fix My Project Chaos. My name is Elise Stevens. and today we have the fantastic Elizabeth Harron from The Girl's Guide to Project Management talking about how to be taken seriously as a project manager, Elizabeth. Welcome. Hello, thank you for having me on the show so good to talk to you about this very interesting topic.
1: I think it's going to be good because it's. I think it's such a big issue for project managers. It's lots of different jobs, really, but project managers specifically, I think.
0: Elizabeth, what are some of the challenges that project managers face in being taken seriously by their stakeholders, senior responsible owner, project sponsor, you name it, their mm. team?
1: <laughs> I think it's partly the nature of the job because we're often in environments where we're not in charge. So you are trying to get your thoughts across, be a leader, but in a matrix environment where actually nobody works for you. You don't have any authority beyond a piece of paper that says the sponsor has granted you authority to do this project. And that can be quite an uncomfortable position to be in. And I think there's other elements to project managers as well that contributes making that even worse, which is um, age, I think. I think when you're a younger project manager, and I certainly felt this, or in the minority in some way or just new to your role and you're trying to make the best impression, that's when it can feel like you're not being taken seriously because perhaps you're not being taken seriously. I mean, if you're feeling like that, it it could well be not all in your head, but actually happening. It's building that sense of gravitas, really, especially when you're working with people who are a lot more senior to you and you've just joined the organisation or perhaps you're your hierarchical line manager is in a more junior role to the person that you're trying to work with you can get better I think at coming across in a way that makes people take you more seriously maybe we should talk about the role of the project management culture as well because I often hear project managers telling me that their project management culture isn't there and perhaps they've come from a really really strong culture where all the processes are in place and then they go somewhere where that's that level of maturity isn't there and it's not just that they as individuals aren't being taken seriously but the concept of what it means to run a project and be part of a team and to lead a change people just don't have don't have that on their radar so that's another thing that project managers are battling against.
0: I think that's a good idea I was talking to a friend and she was telling me about the project manager she works for and she'd come from a government department and was working in a local authority they hired her specifically because of that reason and yet My friend was saying that she was really struggling to adapt to the way that the local authority wanted her to work.
1: Because it was a very different culture to where she'd come from? And yet they hired her because of where she'd come from. Yes, it's strange, isn't it? Often people think, oh, we want loads of change. But actually, when loads of change is offered to them, they go, uh, uh, no, thanks. <laughs> We've changed our mind. We'd rather go back to our old ways or just coming in and being one person. And you're fighting against especially local authority. I mean, that culture must be ingrained for years. You find it very difficult to turn a massive ship. And you can do it. I know people, you know, charismatic leaders do turn organizations around, but it takes work.
0: Yeah. And it's that whole thing about, am I just speaking into the wind? Obviously, the the message isn't right, maybe.
1: Yes, I think there's there's certainly something to be said about how much easier it is to be a project manager when you've got the support of your senior executives, because that cascades down through the organisation and bestows you with the implied authority to make the changes and do the things and be taken seriously in your role. And if that isn't there through whatever reason, even if your immediate line manager thinks that you're the best thing since sliced bread and projects are fantastic, if the rest of the organisation doesn't line up behind that, then getting your message across and getting taken seriously and the change that you're trying to get people to do, it's just really tough. It is. I think it contributes to a
0: lot of stress for project managers, this particular issue.
1: I would say that. I think, for me, I, speak, I tend to speak to a lot of female project managers because of the nature of what I write about. And the younger women in particular seem to suffer the most from not being considered a serious player in the office. At least I'm most aware of it affecting that group. But even when I talk to, you know, very, very senior, very experienced males in the workplace, it hits them as well at some point. So I think it is more a product it's a combination of factors, isn't it? It's it's you, your management team, your project, your environment, because you might have a really mature project management culture and be really fantastic as a project manager and have a lot of respect, but you're working on a project that nobody considers to be important. In that situation, you're not going to get taken seriously because everybody is away doing other business strategy type changes and jobs. And your project is just insignificant in the bigger picture. That's not necessarily a personal reflection on you. It's, it's just a reflection on organizational priorities. So it can come, the feeling of not being taken seriously can come from loads of different places. But sometimes you don't even realize that you're not being taken seriously. (laughs) Yes. And that's probably the most dangerous situation, isn't it? Because you think everything's progressing really well and behind the scenes, people are just not doing what you've asked them to do or or not incorporating the changes that you're trying to get through. So I suppose being really self-aware and asking for lots of feedback and creating those feedback loops, listening to what the organization is telling you, being kind of culturally aware as well, all of that stuff will will help you see if that's happening to you.
0: But you're right. I think that when you're a more junior project manager, these things can really sabotage your self-esteem
1: if you're not careful. Well, I think that's where you need to just have some strategies for how to address them and think about what you can do to to be taken seriously. And you don't want to approach every day thinking today I must be the most serious professional possible so that everybody takes me as a serious professional. Because you know, you need to be yourself in the workplace. But equally, if you if you think about the kind of things you can do to create gravitas, to create a sense of people taking you seriously, then and do those things, you're counterbalancing what people may be thinking and you're building a new frame of reference for you and your project. And I've waffled a bit there, but let me give you an example of the kind of things I mean. And I think a good example is about being very appropriate and professional in your work interactions. So you're not trying, you don't have loads of personal flim flam and inappropriate pictures on your desk at work. Or you don't do things like forward on confidential emails to other people because that would be an inappropriate thing to do you want to be just a trusted well-respected person who you know if someone speaks to you if I answer the phone I want to know that you've got actually got enough time to talk to me and that you can commit to that conversation and that you don't I'm not being brushed off how you come across to people will change how they feel about you
0: does that make sense very much so and it, it does boil down to the strength of the
1: relationship doesn't it Yes, it does. And that's where networking could come in as well, because your social networks can define how you come across at work. And I, I see this sometimes with people who have very close friendships with work people. And that's fine. I'm not saying don't be friends with people at work, but be friends in a fair way. So if you're a project manager and you have a very close friend working on your team and you go out to lunch with them every day... What would the rest of your team feel about that? Would they feel that that person was being given some special treatment or would they feel that there was something else unfair happening that then might end up in them getting given the best jobs to do and they get not such good jobs because they're not your friend? It's just getting that balance right and being appropriate in your workplace relationships and building a network that is inclusive of everybody who might be able to help you on the project or that you can support.
0: And that's true because if you're friends with someone who others perceive as being having some kind of performance issues or something like Mm -hmm. that and I hate to say it because you know you're friends with who you are you're friends with who you like and everything but people can view you the same as them
1: absolutely but it does work the other way as well so Mm -hmm. if you're friends with very influential people that can play to your advantage you know so It's actually quite an uncomfortable conversation to have, isn't it? Because what we're talking about here is being judged on appearances and not being judged on your performance as a project manager. And I would love to think that we worked in an environment where nobody cared about who you had lunch with and what clothes you wore. I don't live in that society. So for me, it's important to be really conscious of those things and to be projecting the right message in an authentic way. I mean, I used to work for a financial services company and I was told there that I would never get on unless I learned how to play golf. And that wasn't me. You know, I'm never going to learn how to play golf. I'm never going to learn how to even talk about golf or even watch golf on TV because I have zero interest in golf. And I left that organization quite quickly, very grateful for the man who had given me that piece of advice because it meant I didn't waste any more time with them. So if you are going to be judged on things like that, how the organization functions, you do have to think about how you dress. I mean, you've probably heard this advice already about how you should dress for the level above you. So This is men and women. If you're Looking at the kind of people who are one management level above you, how do they project themselves? What kind of networks do they have? What kind of what kind of clothes do they wear? And if that's where you want to go in your career, then that's what you should be aiming for. Instead of you know, no one's going to take you seriously if you turn up to work in a tracksuit, unless you're a sports coach. When I mean, it's totally appropriate. So it's all about reading the signals of your workplace and doing what's what's right. It's so important to say in an authentic way. And if it's not right for you and you don't fit then you need to find somewhere where you do fit because I'm really not a fan of advising people. I don't want anyone to be listening to this thinking, I have to change how I look. I have to dye my hair because I don't want it pink anymore because it doesn't fit. No, you need to find somewhere where people will, will accept you for who you are. I
0: concur with you. So, I wear a lot of colour, right? Mm-hmm. I've got lots of big hair, I'm quite an outgoing person and I worked for someone who was had very close cropped hair. She was very structured in her approach. I used to irritate her <laughs> because <laughs> she could never understand how I could deliver a project correctly to the right outcome. She didn't perceive me to be as structured and organized as she was. And to her mind, that was the only way you could be a project manager.
1: That's a shame, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But this, is, this does speak to the fact about how to get taken seriously at work because she probably didn't take you as seriously as a project manager until you'd proven yourself because she looked at you and went, snap judgment, colorful clothes, big hair. That's not the kind of person who carries through structure and organization and control in their projects and then you can do that and you can deliver that and hope. And hopefully did you, did you change her opinion of you? Yes, yeah, she begrudgingly had
0: to realise that, yes, I could be a project manager could all. and wear a lot of colour. There was a lot of other undercurrents going on by the project sponsor. He was, he wasn't a very nice person and he would talk to no. me and ignore her in meetings <laughs> Oh, it was, oh. A, it was a dreadful situation to be in. So not only did I have have big hair and colour, but also project sponsor would laugh and joke with me and I uh, wouldn't necessarily involve her, and she was most put out. <sighs>
1: oh, dear. That's the, workplace relationships are so important, aren't they? Thinking more about how you can make your workplace relationships work for you and be taken seriously. You've just made me think about social media. I don't know whether it's a... You know, I suppose 20 years ago, this really wasn't that much of a big deal because everybody was quite cautious. It felt to me, everyone was quite cautious about what they shared on social media. And that is not the case so much now. But if you're looking at getting a job as a a recruiter, I would do a quick Google search and see what popped up. I don't know whether that's legal in all countries, but there's nothing to stop me doing it here. Google somebody's name and see what happens. You know, I I would like to think as a professional, professional things show up about me and that will help people see me in a professional light. And if when you Google your own name, people see things that perhaps don't show you in the light that you wish to be seen as the smart, intelligent, capable project manager, then that's something to People listening could could do as a very quick test. Why am I not being taken seriously at work? Oh, right, because there's this picture of me that uh, shows up in the Google search that perhaps is not what I really want my work colleagues to be seeing. So maybe there's, yeah, it's just about making sure that your privacy settings are right. Only share everything you want to share with your friends, but have on Facebook you can have a restricted friends group and you can exclude people from seeing certain things. So it just be conscious of what social media social networks are putting out there and restrict your privacy appropriately so the right people see the right stuff
0: i think that that's a great idea if you're in an organization and you perceive that you're not taking seriously you can still
1: redeem it oh yes i'm sure you can i, th- I think there's it's just about building longer term relationships and proving that you're a self pair of, a safe pair of hands you know i think you're responsible for overcoming that if you've identified that that is happening to you you can talk to your manager and say, look, I've noticed no one's really taking my project seriously. What's what's going on there? What can you tell me? Or if you've got a mentor, you can talk to them. Can I do to be taken more seriously in this particular organizational culture? Because I can tell you loads of generic tips, but actually what might work for you and your business might be something very, very specific. I read an interesting book actually recently called Power Up, How Smart Women Win in the New Economy by Magdalena Yesel. And it's full of useful facts and tips about how to be taken seriously at work and how to... Ex- excel in a workplace environment. Um, She does talk about how she gives in a case study of somebody who learned a sports fact before going into a board meeting so that she could drop the sports fact in and be taken in more by her network, which I'm totally, (laughs) that doesn't work for me. But if it works for you in your environment, then, then go with learning the sports tip of the day. But things like watching what you say, don't allow yourself to be interrupted. You can speak with conviction. Don't speak with uncertainty. So often I hear people raising their voice at the end of a sentence, like I just did. I wasn't asking a question. I was I was stating a fact. And so you can change or you can just be conscious of how what you are doing is contributing to the fact that other people might be looking at you in a certain way.
0: Yes. And when you write emails, don't be long-winded. Well, I must confess, very early on in the days of email, I did inadvertently upset people by something I wrote. I didn't mean to. Over the years, I always reread emails to make sure that Mm. I'm not offending anyone.
1: And using words that everybody will understand. So you can read them back for offence, but also for clarity, because you need to use words that will get your message understood. And it normally... For me, anyway, it means toning down all the project jargon, taking out all the things that I just speak because I've been working on this project for a year and I have a whole vocabulary of jargon that nobody outside of my project team would have to do what we were talking about, at least not in a way that would make it easy for people to understand. So if I'm trying to get a message across more widely... I've got to use terms that are meaningful to the audience. So things like that and like what you like what you just said, about making sure that your messages are clear. It's all about being a trustworthy, safe pair of hands with a proven reputation. And you don't get that overnight, but you can start today. Yes,
0: you can do it. And you can seek help from mentors and your network around the organisation because there might be things that are going on that you don't understand, um, that you don't Mm -hmm. know about, so you might be running foul of things and not meaning to.
1: Yes, and having tapping into what's happening in your business is really important because then you can align what you do more effectively to get better results because that's what you want at the end of the day, isn't it? We want to be happy in our jobs, but also to deliver something of real value to the organization because if you turn up to work every day and you work really hard – but actually nobody values what you're doing, that's really demoralising. And I wouldn't want to stay too long in a job like that.
0: That's right. And if you can show that you understand what's going on in the
1: organisation, you're more likely to be taken seriously as well. Exactly. And have all those opportunities open to you that that come from um, being seen and respected in that way, like bigger, more exciting projects or job opportunities or transfers to different departments, more exciting work, all that kind of stuff
0: most definitely Mm. elizabeth what's your top tip for being taken seriously at work
1: i think my top tip for being taken seriously at work is to watch out for imposter syndrome that's the feeling that you don't really know if you deserve your success or you don't really know what it is that you're doing because in a project management role we're often in positions where we're doing something new even though the project management processes may well be tried and tested and we've used them for years the project environment might be something unique that's the organisation has only just started to to implement or to learn about, and that's where you can start to feel that you are uncomfortable. And when you feel that you're an imposter and you don't really understand what you're doing, it shows, and it can show to other people that you're not quite confident in your abilities and you're not quite confident in the, the knowledge that you have. So, if you can watch out for those signs of feeling out of your depth and do something to counteract them really quickly, then you are in my mind, more likely to project confidence because you'll feel confident on the inside too. That's a great top tip.
0: My top tip would be to believe in yourself along the lines of what you said because if you don't believe in yourself, then other people aren't going to believe in yourself. So it's along the same lines about what you were talking about.
1: I think that's great. I think if you take yourself seriously, It's a lot easier for other people to take you seriously as well.
0: And my other tip would be not to be afraid of wearing colour as a project
1: manager. (laughs) Not to be afraid of having fun, being taken seriously and having a personality and and not mutually exclusive. Well, that's what I think. (laughs) I agree.
0: Well, thank you very much for your time today, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me. It's been really interesting. Not a problem. Always great to talk to you. That ends another podcast from Fix My Project Chaos.